This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good-aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Daniel. There are many eyes in the shadows. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is is Cesar, and no no surname. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for seventy five years. I'm Kevin. I am here to learn to be a better knight, I guess, for lack of a better word. I I, I kind of have my own personal quest, I guess, uh, just to become a protector of people. And I'm Tinzian. Beauty's a D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Kevin. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, May 18th, and this is episode 60 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. 25th. Yeah. 25th. (laughs) <laughs> Damn 26th. time tower. Damn time tower. <laughs> yes, May twenty fifth. Not that 26th. it matters. Well, technically 20, now it 25th. is twenty fifth. It's twelve oh two a.m. So technically it's the twenty sixth. But and guess what? Guess what? what? They all know a real time traveler because it's the twenty sixth here. Oh, the yeah. future is a grim, dark place <laughs> filled with <laughs> rabbits. You have to warn <laughs> us if there's any terrorist attacks. Okay. Yeah, you have to believe there are so many cyborgs in the future, I've heard. I, yeah. When it all goes to crap and you become zombies, can you just let us know before you get eaten so we can... So, so far gonna... what's happened is basically zombies took over and then cyborgs sort of came out of the zombies. Don't mm-hmm. ask me how, it just did. But the cyborgs then developed a personality and now they're inventing pets. So there are lots of mechanical rabbits everywhere. Okay. Kevin? Yes, and there, there's, there's also plenty of Shelby Cobra uh, police vehicles for. Uh, <laughs> that would be a wrong, wrong world. Mm. Mm. Anyway, last week <laughs> <laughs> we had some fun with the time tower and doorways, and I'm gonna let Tinsian catch us up on where we are right now before Tharn does something else stupid. <laughs> last week, the party managed to play around with the time tower a little bit, or was the time tower playing around with the party? Through various scenes, uh, certain members of the party, namely Mithrin and Cesar, ah! <laughs> who is not polymorphed as a bird, however, oh, a bird, bird man. that is bird the, man. going to attract the avian demo- what the hell's avian demographic? Avian demographics yeah. podcast. Can you get all <laughs> sorts of Democrats? these? All sorts of these uh, harpies are going to be. Heading down this way. Mm. I didn't know birds had a political party. <laughs> uh, realized that the horrible scenes that they had seen were either attacks or something that uh, did not necessarily connota- connotate the truth that they knew. Xanatari, with her damnable anti-mental attack or... With you, and it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be like some Nerf gun he was going to pull out from beside and like, you know, poing across the room. No, he's having a drink. He needs a drink to get through this podcast. Carry on. Mm. <laughs> just, we just suddenly hear him snoring. <laughs> yeah, normally by this time, if you guys were doing that, I would be probably asleep. <laughs> <clears throat> Xantari's anti-mind attack power uh, fired off, and she was able to avoid seeing some sort of scene. The party did discover that Thorn was inside the Time Tower uh, in a moor-type area. And Mithrin was able to wrestle Thorn back in from the Time Tower doorway. And Cesar worked on closing the door a number of times or attempting to before the time tower sealed itself off once again. Where the party picked up was... Actually, this is where we will pick up with the party. And Thorn, you were trying to open the door at the end of the last episode and Mithrin was trying to stop you with uh, slapping your hand away. Slapping your hand away like a naughty child. And you shot him in the knee. Yeah, and you I'm shot him. Sh- that should be wearing my shirt. I am. I am. I am going to ask in all in all honesty: Was the attack on Mithrin with the bow just out of character, or at which point in that breakdown at the end of the last episode were were you in character versus out? No, I wasn't going. I- I would never shoot one of my own party members on purpose. I can count um, the expo- times. <laughs> um, <Daros>. Excluding, <laughs> exclu- excluding Daros. Say nothing. Say nothing. Um, but I will fire a shot. This is in character. I will draw an arrow and I will fire a shot next to his foot to distract him enough for me to open the door. For the knocking. Okay. So you're just going to shoot, and then you're going to try and reach to open the door. Yep. Okay. Uh, Mithrin? Yes. Roll for... Let's see. Cesar? Yes. If you would roll a d20. Okay. And if it is above 10, Thorn gets what he wants in terms of the bow shot going where it's supposed to. Below, there may be other side effects. What if it's exactly 10? Let's go with the... We'll just totally screw with with the math, and uh, we'll make it um, something happens. Okay, well, it's a 5. Okay. Mithrin... You can clearly see uh, Thorn somewhat hastily uh, firing off a shot into the ground. However, it does not land to the left or the right of your feet, but clearly lands in between both your feet. Hmm. Well, um... I would actually, upon seeing him do this, can I roll a wisdom to just see that, see if I know what he's doing and uh, 
you know, use my own knowledge to be like, okay, he's just trying to get away from me. He's not actually attacking me or anything mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Um, so that ends up being a 15. Okay. Uh, Thorn? Mm-hmm. What is your, what is your will? 21. Okay. I think for storytelling's sake in this time, I think I will give Mithrin the benefit of the doubt, and he's able to at least get some idea that, one, he's at least dealing with the real thorn. Okay. Maybe not exactly what the true intentions are, but you seem to be dealing with the the legitimate Okay. Article. All right. Um, then after seeing that the, the arrow shot has not hit anything, I am just going to ignore it and drag him away from the door. Okay. I'm going to resist... The tower, while this is all going on, and as Thorn is attempting to uh, reach out for the doorway, begins to fade out. Thank the gods. I struggle hard up. The door's not gone yet. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to be, you know, like grabbing him, you know, and dragging him away and being saying like, Thorn, this is for your own good. You'll thank me someday when you have, you know, great wealth or something. I don't know. Or when you're alive. I don't. <laughs> okay. It's for your own good, buddy. Uh, make a like argument. Shame I'm not listening. I want the door. Mithrin? Yes. Do a fortitude check against Thorn, please. So do you want me to actually roll? Yep. Okay. 16. And you added your strength modifier to that? Oh, my strength modifier. Uh, Okay, that would be a 23. Okay. Uh, Thorn, I presume that is above yours. My fortune? Yes. Yep. Okay. Thorn, go ahead and Mm -hmm. roll a fortitude check against Mithrin, please. Uh, that didn't do anything, but it's okay. That was a four. Okay. Very good. Then, uh, Mithrin, you are able to once again manhandle Thorn away from the door. At which point, we will jump to Xanatari. Okay. Um, I'm just going to be... It looks to me like Thorn um, is being handled by Mithrin, and he doesn't really need assistance with that. And I'm watching the time tower fade away, so um, I would just stand next to Cesar and and watch it fade away. Okay. And after it is departed, do you have any particular course of action? or? I would want to search the area where it was just to see if there's anything left um, behind. Any, okay. any pieces of, I don't know clues or clothing or something. Um, so I would search the area. Okay. Uh, looking around the area, the ground is pretty desolate in terms of items or grass or anything along those lines. And you, your search pretty much comes up a bust. Okay. Well, then I think we were headed to uh, the Minotaur area, uh, I believe. 
<laughs> so we should probably go back and get our mounts. Okay. Um, do you have any stops in town, Santari, that you wish to make before going back and getting to your mount? I would like to... Uh, the last time I was at my shrine, I didn't really get a chance to talk to Jeff because I was running with an exploding bomb. Okay. <laughs> so I would like to go check on Jeff. Okay. Cesar. Yes. You sort of seen the scene, kind of watched everything from the bird's eye view. <laughs> Sir, what would you like to do? Uh, well, I would like to take a moment to compose myself, sort of, you know, realize that whether that was real or not, I mean, it felt, it feels less and less real. You were talking about the feeling of weight falling off my shoulders about it and letting that experience of seeing my old master, mistress, person, undead lady. Um, mastress. Sort of mastress. mastress. <laughs> <laughs> um, sort of put that aside and take a few breaths, maybe... Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, just, like I said, just, yeah. Take a few breaths and then head off to the mounts as well, because I'm ready to proceed with what my future vision has directed me to do. Okay. And let's see here. So, uh, Thorn and... Mithrin, the your two compatriots are starting to wander off. Eldrick is following Xanatari. He's been somewhat silent of late, but uh, he's <laughs> surprisingly silent. Wonder, there's sort of the look of curiosity as to who this Thorn fellow is, uh, but seems to be sticking with Xanatari out of either trust or some other purpose. Hey, I could say the same, buddy. Picking up stray <laughs> animals. What the hell is this? Okay. Thought I was the token animal. What the hell is going on? Are you gonna go and try to find uh, Fluffy and so forth? Um. Y yes, but first I'm going to go into town and see whether I can find someone to sell my longbow to. Okay. I have two, and I don't need one. Hence, why I'm getting rid of one. Okay. You would be able to find someone willing to buy it for, uh, let's say, ten gold. Hooray! Ten gold ritual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mithrin, after yes. all the chaos has died down, and I'm sure some chaos uh, is about to begin, you happen to realize that you've uttered the phrase something along the lines of "by the gods," or whatever it was that you mentioned a few minutes ago that I'm yeah. butchering. And kind of as your eyes are drawn subconsciously upwards, you sort of realize that perhaps evoking those sorts of words and phrases in this particular day of this particular age might not be the best. <laughs> because clearly whether it is the confinement and 
interrogation of prisoners via extreme electricity, or the fact that I had nothing to do with that. I know not what you speak of. Potentially, two deities in orbit with a comet coming from the hand of Vecna. Uh, you sort of feel that maybe the gods are a little more hyperactive in this world than most mortals would have wished at this mm. point in time. I thought I told them to lay off the sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you gods, it's bedtime. <laughs> Go to bed. Zeus, cut down on the carbohydrates. Yes. Stop drawing on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, personal issues. <laughs> you have to get some of those magic erasers for the sky. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I um, uh, uh, you know, upon realizing that, uh, there's a couple of things that go through my mind. One is that uh, I have no real god of my own, um, and I'm interested in finding maybe if if there are any. Uh, deities or uh, religions that are interesting to uh, my character at some time when we get you know leisure to investigate that at a library or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, the second thing that would go through Mithrin's head at this point would be um, I remember <laughs> Cesar saying that we have money to buy gear and my gear has all been blown up except for this fancy new you know, stick that I don't really quite understand mm-hmm. um, that Cesar said he was going to help me out with, but uh, we need to resupply before we head out in the morning or next day or whenever we're heading out, we need to get some gear. Okay. So I would be looking for uh, Cesar and uh, that uh, supply of cash that he supposedly has. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you would have seen Cesar wandering off towards the gates at some degree of haste, I'm, I'm sure, for where okay. the mounts were, were put down. Um, let's see here. Xanatari. Mm-hmm. You have unlocked the title achievement of Tesla. Ding! That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> so, uh, you arrive back at the uh, shrine to your deity. And Jeff is there working on trying to fill in the hole behind the altar to shore up the altar, which was, you know, pretty impressive to begin with. But, uh, you know, those tripping fall hazards are pretty bad when you have a giant hole. That's what she said. Yes. <laughs> Continue. Okay. I would greet Jeff. The... Bodies have the bodies of the drow, by the way, have been stacked off in a corner of the shrine. Okay. I would greet Jeff and thank him for the cleanup job. And uh, I guess let him know that I'm going to be leaving the area on a quest and give him a little bit of gold to maintain himself in the shrine. Okay. Very good. Please take the bodies out of the shrine next time. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Right. Bury Jeff, them somewhere else. Jeff does, uh, by the way, um, when, he, when he sees you approach, does, again, return to a single knee and takes your instructions and your gold and um, 
pretty much is going to follow your your words to the letter. Okay. And acolyte Jeff, get yourself some robes. <laughs> In the distance, you hear a, a, a hacking cough and a kiss us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a- actually, I, I think Thorne is kind of right. If if you sort of want to make it, uh, either Jeff is extremely just young and somewhat naive to the thing, and he, he's he's very starstruck, or um, he seems to have maybe perhaps also a natural calling to this, but uh, I, I think kiss ass in the classical sense of the way wouldn't necessarily apply, but he, he's definitely uh, a go-getter for, uh, for trying to get involved here. Uh, Cesar? Yes. As you are meandering to the gates, you hear what appears to be the sound of someone running up uh, towards you. From behind, uh, then whirls around and looks to see who's who's coming up upon him. Myth, Mithrin, perhaps <gasps> in the running up mid tap, kind <laughs> of motion in the air. Oh, oh, it's you, and it's you. Oh, hi. Uh. Don't mean to disturb you, because I'm sure you're off to some brothel before we leave town. But uh, uh, we need that uh, cash that we got from the future in order to gear up. Remember, you said that like we were going to have to buy some gear. and. Well, I, I wonder if maybe we'll have more luck uh, when we get to our destination. Uh, I, th- I think that that, that being the, the trading hub that it is might have more selection for us than this backwater sort of town. I I think we've at least I've kind of exhausting all the uh exhausted all the the, the shopping opportunities there seem to be here. Oh, <laughs> uh, see so yeah, to bed bath and beyond. I I very much like, you know, that you used the words shopping opportunities rather than exhausted all the, you know, women. <laughs> In oh, that that can never be true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, you know, you you may be right, Cesar. You you may be right. Uh, you know, I don't know much about trading in this area, so I mean, uh, I, I suppose we should we should at least stock up on on some some rations and and things like that. And I know, suggest sure beef our, jerky. Beef jerky sure our, is always good. Our, our our water skins are are fully fully filled and patched and ready to go. Right. But well, uh, other than that, I don't I don't know what what equipment we'll find that uh, can match what we've got on us already. Right. Well, let's let's take care of that then. Let's uh, do that. Um, is Thorn nearby? Um, uh, he- I I don't know. He's probably I don't know climbing the tallest tree in the forest just well, to I know, feel like I, it's what it's like when he jumps off. I know he was looking for Fluffy, so we should actually go get our mounts as well and make sure that they're properly shooed and that we have that we can just load everything right on there and then head out from wherever the supply depot is. Good. Good. Let's 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 be off. Let's do that. Um and I'm well I'm sure we can uh pick up Xanatari's mount while we're over there as well, since she is probably, you know, educating her acolyte on, you know, proper proper uh I don't know. Whatever, whatever they do, lightning, you know, striking things kneeling, down and kneeling position, destroying prisoners and things. Uh, gotcha. I'm, Cesar, I'm sorry. Just, just, just something that Kevin said. 
Um, making sure that our our mounts are properly sh- is it shooed? Shooed. Yeah, I sort of just got this image of a giant spider wearing sneakers, <laughs> <laughs> like eight little pairs of Nikes, like and like running across a back uh, a basketball court, and they're all squeaking. <laughs> And like a bad shell, the, shell Silverstein. Book. Yes, exactly. I think, wor- I think the worst part is it's it's those Nikes that have the uh, like the flashing lights in the heel. <laughs> Little kids ones. What about the 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 pump ups? Whatever they were. Yes, the Reebok <laughs> pumps. Yes. The, the the mental picture in my mind is drawn horribly. It's like Family Circle. Please stop. <laughs> oh man oh, Thorn would totally on. have a dotted line all over this yep. town oh, yeah, in, in a mischief enjoy the gentle comedy come on <laughs> kids are handfuls aren't they guys you betcha wouldn't know Cesar yeah uh, roll a perception check please okay let's see what is uh, hey my sheet's up this time that's good all right. Uh, perception is a 14 bonus. That's just pretty good. 11 plus 14, 25. Um, you may, because probably the, uh, the, the smell from Mithrin has sort of dulled upon Mithrin's own senses. You, you may also wish to suggest perhaps that uh, Mithrin may need some detailing on his armor. Uh, due to reeking like a cesspit from the earlier <laughs> smell of issues. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Having fully proven that uh, he is not wearing Depends and that is not... <laughs> like Cesar is. Wearing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cesar's prepared. He's ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't stop to go to the bathroom when you're in the middle of <laughs> building a bomb-diffusing robot. No. <laughs> And all of a sudden, he's like doing some wires, and all of a sudden, he stops and goes, <laughs> "No, no." He's not an old man. Yeah. He, he, he's less an old man than he is an astronaut. Yes, tinkering exactly. away. <laughs> Very nice. So, so he had advanced robotic diapers on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His dragon docked with something. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> timely. Oh, and the circle is complete above Australia. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Thorn. Mm-hmm. You are coming upon the area where you did leave Fluffy. Yes. I go to pet the spider's gruesome face thing. But spiders mandibles. have faces, yeah? Mandibles. Yeah, yeah I, I, I pat his mandibles in a loving manner. Um... And then I watch as he hooks up a um, piece of armor from one of the dead riders he consumed earlier. Um, it actually appears to be a cloak. So I take my knife and I fold the cloak in half and I cut like a semicircle out of the middle and I go to find Mithrin. Mm. <laughs> With your poncho? <laughs> One, uh, how is a nine versus your reflex? My reflex, uh, yeah, it's not gonna hit. That's a 19, okay. my reflex. Right. Very good. Um, you, you, you think that maybe Fluffy tries to take a, take a nip at you, cause, uh. It's a love bite. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so you take off. Do you take off with Fluffy in tow, or do you yes. leave Fluffy chilling there? Okay. Uh, I take off with Fluffy. Okay, so you, so you're you buckle up on, on on the Fluffy, or you're just trying to lead Fluffy. Okay, so um, I yeah, I get up into the saddle and uh, ride off to find Mithrin. Um, of course, buckled in, strap my legs okay. in. Uh, don't want that to happen again. Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to find Mithrin. Okay. Uh, Mithrin. Yeah. As you are talking with Cesar, you hear some scuttling, um, and then, much like the hand at the doorway in the last episode, as you (laughs) are standing there, you sort of get the feeling that... Something is coming. Right. Perhaps glancing over your shoulder, you may see three what appear to be spider legs crossing around the corner of a building. Right. Nearby, coming in your direction. My reaction would would be something along the lines of this. And, you know, for the audio people, you know, since you can't see it, but uh, it would be something along the lines of... uh, Face palm. Okay. At which point, coming around the corner, uh, eventually, um, somewhat, you know, somewhat flat, somewhat also on the side of the building, just basically haphazardly, very thornily in its in its driving. Thornily, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, comes Thorn on Fluffy, and he seems to be heading straight for you. Hello, Thorn. We're off to the uh, supply depot. Are you going to bring Fluffy? Where are the other mounts? I was hoping you would bring them along with you. Uh, what's that in your hand? <laughs> well, firstly, I have some terrible news. It's about Daggerok. He's, uh... <laughs> he's perfectly fine. Oh, my thank God. <laughs> <laughs> in so my head, I, I figured that you know, all your gear had been blown up and destroyed, and you kind of smell like shit, um, literally <laughs> and the figuratively. Man a barfy scarf. Oh. I'm not wearing a barfy scarf. This is for Mithrin. <laughs> it's a pukey oh. poncho. <laughs> I thought you were wearing it. I thought that's why you cut a hole. Carry no, on. I cut, a, I cut a hole in it, and then I throw him a crudely wrapped package with some paper that I found in an alleyway somewhere. <laughs> um, tied up with <laughs> some sort of stringy substance, not sure what what it is. Found it Spider again. Spider silk. <laughs> Spider, maybe, possibly, don't know. Could be remainder of a cosboid. Don't know. Uh... This is for you, buddy. Just oh, to show thank, that I care. Thanks. Uh, okay, so I open it, and what do I see exactly? <laughs> it's entirely up to you, buddy. Alright, well, <laughs> I see I this... Would, I would assume you see, like, a a bloody, torn, ragged cloak right. with a hole in it. Alright, well, I, I see that, and uh, <laughs> this bloody, torn rag with a cloak in it, but at the same time, I also realize the fact that it's, like, it's probably, or this is the way I, I see it anyway, this is probably a token of friendship. <laughs> and so, like like, everything's cool between us for the whole, like, pulling you through the doorway and manhandling you out of the thing, so... I will accept it and even put it on. It's kind of like when your dog goes out into the backyard and then drops a dead 
bird or Dead something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Okay. Well, I, I will, I will put it on. You know, Thorn. Uh, friendship. Yes. Um, just friendship just as an is aside, By the way, is is a seven versus your will? Does that does that hit for anything? <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't hit for anything. Oh, very I good. Will. You 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 you've avoided a, an alignment shift. Have I? <laughs> <laughs> you almost became good. Oh. Well, Evil. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right now I'm I'm still unaligned, so uh nice. Yeah, try and try and win me over. Alright, well then I, I will I will put it on. Because okay. I recognize that it's actually probably a, a token of friendship, so Sanitari. Mm-hmm. Uh you have left Jeff and yes. the shrine. You see Thorn and Mithrin and Cesar uh, discussing something together. Um, and Fluffy is there, but your mount is not. Okay, I would um, go to where I last remember tying my mount. Okay. Your mount's there, just fine, seems a little bored. Clyde, okay, I would, or I Clyde. would get Clyde and bring him over to the waiting party. Very good. Uh, Cesar, the Laurel and Hardy Act has rolled into this particular section of town. What are you up to? Well, Thorn is up to his usual hijinks, and Mithrin seems to be placating him for once. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, I'm... I'm not going to be going off alone, so I mean, we're all sort of gathering together maybe to actually do something constructive and get ourselves equipped for the journey, so I will um... (laughs) So yeah, I'm just I'm waiting patiently to go and go to the store and buy some stuff. Okay. Uh, There is a General suggestion, probably that sort of look that uh, Cesar was just giving um, to the party members when the the delayed shopping was not happening. Uh, Mithrin, yes, want to go well, shopping? I, I do want to go shopping, but I want to make sure that my horse is here also. So um, I would uh, look for him, and if I can't see him, I would just shout for him and see if he actually arrives. Just out of curiosity. I don't really expect it, but you know, maybe. Oh, no, he's 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 definitely around and oh. uh pretty much in same spot that you left him. Awesome. Well then I will uh you know bring him along because uh no need to uh exclude him. Oh, by the way though, um as as you are doing this, um some members of the town spot you and they are the ones that were at the wall uh, from a couple episodes ago when you were coming in right yep and they are coming up to you and they start saying that they have still yet to find bodies of any of the town militia and it appears that only they are available for the town's defense so regrettably they cannot go with you because um, 
you know, they're needed here. Right. But they seem to be looking to you to perhaps appoint or name or choose one of them as the nominal head of a new militia. Right. While you work away. Well, um, I I would look at them all and uh, I would say, you know, you are all very brave, brave uh, townsfolk to be taking on, you know, the responsibility of taking care of your friends and neighbors, which is excellent. Um, While we are away um, doing our thing, um, I believe I'm going to appoint Smythe. Uh, to be at least the nominal leader to to appoint uh you know rotations and guard duties and things like that because he seems to be very good with his uh bookkeeping skills um, as far as a you know leader in combat, I will leave that for you guys to decide because you know your own valor more than I okay uh, Smythe snaps a very untrained salute but gives it his best. And says that, uh, addresses you as captain and that he will indeed work to do as you request. Captain America. At which point the mob kind of mills off in their directions and you're able to go on your way. Have fun storming the castle, guys. (laughs) Think they have a chance? And then off to the uh, to uh, see to our supplies and heading out as soon as possible. Okay. Cesar. Yes. What would you like to buy? Um, I mentioned rations before, so mm-hmm. rations for the trail. Uh, just if I could resupply, I don't know if I need um, any, if they're, if, I don't even know if they'd be available, any kind of widgets, doodahs, and, and gigas for my belt pouches to, you know, who knows, you know, I don't know how many springs and cogs and things there are, but, you know, screws and things like that. Um, there's, 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 there's a small scattering of, yeah. of bits here and there. Probably found my suppliers through the town. Um, quite, quite, a, quite a novice level of quality. Yeah. Nothing, nothing very complicated. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm not going to find a better weapon or armor just in this town, I don't think. That's basically what I've been led to believe. So, um, just, you know, food for me and for my horse and, uh, you know, get the horse checked out, make sure he's all good, get him groomed and good to go, and I'll be set. You, you're actually quite smart in having your horse checked out because you do find that there is a, uh, a loose shoe that could have gotten a rock in it, and you know, mm-hmm. that's your horse being kind of jacked up. So your horse is fine. Okay. Uh, Thorn? Well, I can't really get my spider checked because I don't think anyone's well-versed <laughs> in the anatomy of spiders. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to just... Firstly, I'm going to ask for my share of the gold from Cesar because I don't trust him. He's an old man uh, with a libido uh, unmatched by any mortal that I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, 
<laughs> and who also sounds oh. like a parrot in his senility. That, that's such a dirty thought that went through my head. All right. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, Cezo, can so, I? So I have to. Cezar's <coughs> the patron god of Gelf. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, sort of have to t- I have to talk slowly because I don't know if he's got his hearing aid turned up, <laughs> which Cezar. has no correlation. But um, yeah, Cezar, I was wondering if you could put my share of the gold into this bag that is marked with strange symbol that looks like an S with a line through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I I I don't see why not. Uh, would the rest of you should I should I parcel out our our, our spending money and I I think it makes sense to keep our our basically our our bribe in in one place since we'll be spending that at once and we don't want to start uh, you know diving into that for various expenses. But uh, here's here's your portion. He counts it out for Thorn and. The others, if they wish. Sure. I, I'm just going to let you carry it. I don't much care. You put your trust in the right man. Probably not, but it's not important to me at this moment. So, so how much gold do I gain out of Asha? I don't remember. I believe it's somewhere along the lines of uh, was it 250 platinum? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I think we had a thousand to spend. About sense. Okay. Sanitary. What would you like to buy? Well, I'd like to take Scissor's advice and wait until we get to a large trading place. I've pretty much already had a new suit of armor from the Smith and um, done everything I can here. I guess I would just basically do the traveling rations, make sure I have enough of that, make sure I have enough water. Um, you know, I still have Bert with me, so, uh, you know, just basic traveling stuff to get me through the next couple of days until we get to the main city. Oh, that, that's one good point. Um, for last episode and this episode, Bert hasn't triggered at all. Okay. All right. And Mithrin, Mr. Stench. <laughs> I'm sorry. It broke up a little bit there. Mithrin, Mr. Yes. Stench. Yes. Killer, um, I, killer of the harmony, disturber of the peace. Yes. Has anyone actually commented on my smell? <laughs> um, I think some of the townspeople think that that's what a warrior is supposed to smell like. <laughs> maybe you're just so awesome in their eyes that they're kind of like, well, maybe we just won't tell him. Maybe it's a well-crafted ploy. Right. Maybe he's trying to get the Otiog army to invade <laughs> he can divert them against the drow no uh, i i would actually have realized you know now at least because it's been you know quite a while <laughs> i would be like okay before we head off on the road again i do need to bathe and so i will go to the nearby uh bathhouse and take care of all that clean my armor and whatnot before we leave and that bathhouse now has a corruption score of one. Yay! <laughs> okay. Uh, as you said, most of your stuff got blown up. So what yeah. do you look for in terms of your shopping? 
I'm um, looking for basic trail rations. Um, nothing too special there. Um, I'm going to take Caesar's advice and not look for any gear per se until we get to the next town that probably has better selection. Okay. And uh, I'm looking for feed and whatnot for my steed. Checking the shoes and all of that good stuff also. And uh, that would be about it. As soon as I have all of my trail rations ready and water and whatnot, I would pretty much be ready to go. And also, once I'm clean and repaired. So Mith- Mithrin totally has Gorp, doesn't he? Yes. You bet he does. <laughs> M&Ms are the bomb. Not only that, they <laughs> increase your arcane score by two. And so, the party having provisioned themselves set off towards the gates to town under the most ominous of sky of which they have traveled for the past couple of days. Finally. Xanatari, take us out. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers and the Super Number One Podcast with Kevin and Andrew. One topic, two geeks, several beers. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at supernumber1.libson.com. Join us for a worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. And leave us reviews! Yes, leave us iTunes reviews. <laughs> Again. episode names have come from stuff like that <laughs> have you seen they've seen a scene oh, uh. <laughs> I'm sorry carry on alright sorry chap sir um, it's like where's Waldo Wes Waldo was killed in the dining room with a candlestick. Mithrin was able to. <laughs> Mithrin was able to <laughs> wrestle Thorin back in from. The... God damn it! Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is podcasting gold. Uh, this is where the money's made. <laughs> Right here in the breakdowns of like, you know, and we're all serious because there was something really, really important that went on and wah! <laughs> That's what we do best. <laughs> wow. See, I He been... didn't say largely. He's <laughs> He's gotten off of largely now or Gotcha. Good. Yep. All right. Got to have a sinkhole somewhere, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm just hearing everything right now. It's like some kind of alliteration, <laughs> for, or not alliteration, but a euphemism for something. <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> 13 year old, right? Okay. Are are you okay there, Zinatari? <laughs> really big bug, like flying above my head, and all the cats are circling me, going like, "I'm just waiting for them all to pounce on my face." <laughs> now, now, I, I I I suggest this is just a suggestion. You don't have to heed me, but I I think we should join Zanatari in solidarity, so that way she feels. Welcome and comfortable in our in our midst as she explains her strange strange culture. So so, so everyone, everyone, yeah. okay. Stop it! <laughs> Thank you. They're coming for me. Slash cower. Very good. No, ah, so I can't, can't see. Get up. For those who can't see the video, uh, you've missed both, but... What? Did you just fall? Thorn fell out of his chair. I'm fine! (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually stuck! Are you okay? (laughs) The gravity is so much stronger on the southern continent. It really is. Well, I mean, it is... is, It's closer to the bottom. I was just gonna say, it is down, you know? (laughs) I got my now, foot stuck under my desk. Now, now did, you, did you fall in the opposite direction that we would have oh. fallen? <laughs> uh, yeah, I fell up. I actually did the ceiling. Good. Lisa will be happy to hear that on on the uh, the thing. Nice. Okay. Um, 